The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. It was rough driving in a couple of hours ago. I'm looking outside now. It is wet. It is slippery. And a lot of these roads are flooded. And a lot of these puddles that you see, and I saw this with a number of stalled vehicles that I passed on the way here last night. A lot of these puddles that you see, you think they're shallow when they're actually much deeper than they are. And what happens, you drive through these puddles and the water just splashes up, hindering not only your visibility, but the visibility of other drivers. So I know a lot of you are listening on the roads right now. I would just ask, please drive slowly. And if you see one of those puddles, don't try to drive over it. Drive around it, if at all possible, because that minimizes any loss of visibility for you or other drivers if the puddle is deeper than you think. I know it sounds silly, but I think sometimes, clearly, based on all the accidents that I passed on the way here, sometimes things need repeating. Now, I am getting alert after alert about people that have lost power in my neighborhood. If you have power or if you don't, the most important thing that you should have right by your side is a battery-operated radio. If power is out for a prolonged period of time, you need it. And if you're listening to this and you don't have a battery-operated radio in your house right now, go online if you have power and order one because every American should have a battery-operated radio uh, or a or good old-fashioned transistor radio, something for emergencies like this when there is no power. Dr. Sky is coming up in just a minute. Not only are we going to talk space, but we're going to get into this Boeing 737 situation. So if you have questions about the Boeing 737 situation, that uh, plane collision in Japan, or anything that happened with the lunar rover this week, now's a good time to call. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. Well, yesterday, Governor Kathy Hochul gave her third State of the State address, and this is the speech. It's basically the state equivalent of the State of the Union. It's the speech that sets the stage for Albany's agenda for the entire year. And she made clear that her focus is going to be on housing, crime, and mental health. Now, that's all great things. I'm very concerned about all three of those. But what was most notable about this speech is what it didn't include. There was not a mention, not a peep, not a blurb about how the state is going to handle the migrant surge and the $4 billion deficit that the state is facing. Now, I mean, this is incredible. This is like the captain of the Titanic doing a state of the ship address after they've hit the iceberg and not mentioning the iceberg. I mean, I don't understand, given the amount of money the city of New York is going to be spending and has already spent on the migrant crisis, given the controversies over things like relocation and whether certain counties should have to take these migrants in and what can happen if certain counties don't have the resources to provide shelter for these migrants. 
I don't understand how the governor doesn't at least mention this. Well, I mean, it's clear she has no foreseeable plan for this, and she's hoping for some sort of a bailout on this from Washington. I've got news for you, Governor. I don't see bailout coming anytime soon. So while I'm glad she's trying to do something about housing, and I'm glad she's trying to do something about crime, especially shoplifting, which she had a pretty interesting plan for, and certainly mental health. I don't understand. When you've had the amount of time to work on this speech that you have, there's not at least some proposal to deal with New York's migrant crisis. Beam me up! To be continued. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WNBC. Local Spotlight. I had a rough time getting in last night on the uh, Verrazano Narrows Bridge. It was actually pretty scary. It was almost swaying as I was driving on it. That's why I'm not at all surprised uh, that uh, I'm getting reports that they have closed the Verrazano Bridge. High winds on the Verrazano Narrows Bridge have uh, caused the upper level in both directions to close with um, it's both directions, Staten Island approach to Brooklyn, and uh, I think all lanes are closed on the other side. Uh, So going to Brooklyn. So I'm not sure if it's the upper and lower level that are closed in both directions, but at least going to uh, Staten Island, the Verrazano Bridge is currently closed. If there are any updates about this, we will bring it to your attention. Hopefully this is temporary and hopefully once the wind dies down a little bit, things will be a a bit better. Hey, I want to congratulate John Katsimatidis Jr. John Katsimatidis Jr. is is obviously the son of uh, the John Katsimatidis who owns this radio station and owns the Red Apple Group. John Katsimatidis has promoted his 30-year-old son, John Jr., to president and chief operating officer of the $7 billion Red Apple Group, which has a vast empire that spans media, including this radio station, real estate, fossil fuels, and the Gristides and D'Agostino's grocery chains. Uh, John Katsimatidis Jr. was previously the chief investment officer at the Red Apple Group. He's been elevated after working for the family business for the past 20 12 years. He began at Red Apple while he was still an undergrad at NYU's Stern School of Business. And uh, his father, John Sr., is still going to remain the CEO and chairman of the company. I think this is a great choice. Uh, this is a incredibly dynamic young man. Obviously, he's my boss now, so I have to say something nice. But I'll tell you, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the years, and I've gotten to see him speak. I've gotten to see him interact with people. I've gotten to see him build relationships. Relationships, and I find him just incredibly impressive. I, I consider him a friend. We're not super close, but he's somebody that I know it's a cliche, but in his case, it's very true. Possesses wisdom tremendously beyond his years. So uh, congratulations, John Katzmatidis Jr. It is my honor to be working for you, Mr. President, which I will greet you as the next time I see you. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 
Local Spotlight. Can you name anyone that worked for both Rudy Giuliani and Mike Bloomberg? Sure, you can name a few people. Can you name anyone that worked for Rudy Giuliani, Mike Bloomberg, and Bill de Blasio? That is a much shorter list. Can you name anyone that worked for Rudy Giuliani? I'm talking about not in a civil service role, but in an appointed role. Rudy Giuliani, Mike Bloomberg, Bill de Blasio, and Eric Adams. I can only think of one. Commissioner Joseph Esposito, this man was an incredible, incredible cop. He was the longest serving NYPD chief of department. If you're not familiar of what ranks mean what in the NYPD, that is the highest ranking uniformed member of the NYPD. Then in the de Blasio administration, he became the commissioner of the Office of Emergency Management. De Blasio, I think, sort of hung him out to dry and let him take the blame for a snowstorm which wasn't really his fault. And then in the Adams administration, Adams brought him back to be the deputy commissioner of the Department of Buildings, a job that he performed very well while battling cancer. And unfortunately, former NYPD chief of department Joseph Esposito has passed away at the age of 73. This is a man that dedicated his entire life to public service and most of it as a member of the NYPD. This man is a hero. He led the NYPD through the difficult times in the aftermath of September 11th, through terrorist attacks, through things like Superstorm Sandy. He worked hard for the city right up until the end. That's not my words. Mayor Adams said that. And he said it much better than I ever could. He left this city a better place. He's an incredible human being. And as others have said, he's someone that if you met him for five minutes, you felt like you knew him for years. I am friendly with his uh, daughter, Holly, and she posted a picture of both of her parents. His uh, Joe, Joe Esposito's wife just passed away recently and said in this picture that she posted that they're finally together again. And I certainly hope that's the case. God bless you, Joe Esposito. Thank you for everything you've done for New York, for the NYPD, and for all of us. To be continued.